Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Recorded live. Unequally yoked relationship theory part one. 
Maine. T-A-E-M-A-N-A-E. Uh, hey, Steve. Okay. Can't tell if that's male or female. Okay. Uh, we got Nancy Cantu always. We have Edith Coando from Italy, all the way from Italy, watching the Bomber Gilead. And, again, uh, uh, Brother Mike, Brother Will couldn't be here tonight. But you know what? We got two rams in the bush to stand in the gas system, brother. Yes. So, again, we're going to have some fun here. It's serious business. And... Uh, inbox us your questions. Let us know if you're unequally yoked. So without further ado, Brother Joseph is going to open us up with the theme of our show, Isaiah 61, verses 1, 2, 3. Come on, my brother. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tithes and yes. good of me. Yes. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Yes. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Yes. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Yes. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. Yes. To comfort all that mourn. And that's what this show does. Continue, my brother. To appoint to them that mourn is fine. Yes. To give unto them beauty for ashes. Yes, sir. The oil of joy for mourning. Yes. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Yes. That they might be called trees of righteousness. Yes, sir. The planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. Praise the Lord as Jesus saying. That was our opening theme. That's what the bomb of Gilead is all about. Bomb of Gilead medicine. And what we have seen and what's going on in the world, sisters and brothers, is the world is sick. It is in sore need of some healing. Yes. So I got these uh, uh, wonderful brothers who are like-minded, who are, and so we are on one accord. We are equally yoked, yes, the brothers, because when you deal with the subject matter of unequally yoked, uh, the whole world is really unequally yoked because the whole world has gone away from God. Now, what does it mean? What is the definition of yoked, Brother Lewis? What do you think the brother the definition of yoke means? Well, just off the top of my head, yeah. uh, yoke is when you are bound together with uh, one or more people yes. uh, under a situation of bondage, yes. servitude, yes. to that effect. Right? Like when you yoke animals, it's because you're trying to make them do something yes. together on one accord. Yes, sir. Right? What say you, Brother Joe? Yoke is a... Uh, it's almost in a sense it could be utilized as a covenant between two parties, between a husband and a wife. Yes. Uh, business partner and business partner. Yes. It could be equally uh, yoked in that sense. Yes. And then you also could be unequally yoked even from a spiritual sense with the Lord. Well, that's what it's all about, my brother. Yes. That's what it's all about. It's all about the Lord. You don't deal with unequally yoked until you read it out of the Bible, teach. And anything that, because everything, listen, listen, whether you go to church or whether you don't, you are living by the word of God. Well, I don't go to church, Brother Julius. Yeah, but have you stolen? The law says thou shalt not steal. Well, I don't go to church, Brother Julius, but, uh, 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 yeah, but uh, I don't get along with my mother and my father. But the Lord says, I'm not my mother and my father. So everything boils down to the word of God. Sister and brother, can't y'all feel the world changing? Can't you feel it in the air like that sun by Genesis, the field kind of says? Can't you feel it in the air? Can't you feel the whole world going and it's faster and faster away from God? We have a, uh, what's the recent news? We have a shooting 
in an elementary school. Mm-hmm. You understand? We have uh, people coming up missing. We have Bollywood going through changes of sexual misconduct. All of that is pertaining to the word of God, sisters and brothers. So that's what this show is all about. The Bible Gilead is healing medicine for a sick and dying world. And what we ask you is that you read along with us because what we do as professional men of God, we do something that the world has gone away from and that they are rapping. Have you noticed, Brother Lewis, that they want to take the Ten Commandments out of the Constitution? Mm-hmm. So now if you take the Ten Commandments out of the Constitution, you can't penalize nobody. You might well let the people that's in bondage, like Isaiah say, you might well let them free. You can't get mad if they break in your house. So therefore, the whole world is unequally yoked. So now we are the priests of God, and we're back to bring you back up under the bond of the covenant so that you can be all that you can be, and just what the Father wants, sent the Son to be like the Godhead, Father and Son. So now, let us, let us get to the subject matter. And sister, brothers, if you see you in here, if you recognize you in here, and it's opposite of what God wants, right now it's your time and your day to change. That's right. Let's go to Second Corinthians, the sixth chapter, two. And again, I want to thank you for filling in for Brother Will. I want to thank uh, uh, Brother Lewis. Brother Lewis is behind the camera, uh, among other brothers. But, hey, we're multitasking here. And thank God for that. Well, again, welcome Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, and YouTube, and TalkShoe. Thank you for joining us. Second Corinthians 6, and look what the Lord says at verse 1. Second Corinthians 6 and 1. Come on, Joe. We did, uh-huh. as working together with him, yeah. beseech you all so that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. In other words, the grace of God is when we, well, we were yelling our sin. Christ came and died for us. Yes. Grace is unmerited favor, something that you obtained that you didn't deserve. So, therefore, don't take the death and resurrection of Christ in vain. Because now, he ain't coming. When he came, he came as a sacrifice. He ain't coming to die no more. You're not going to put them thorns on his head no more. No, sir. You're not going to pierce his head no more. He's going to do the piercing this time. Yes, sir. You understand? So, whatever you're doing wrong, you can fix it while you have breath. Continue, my brother. Don't receive the grace of God in vain. That means for nothing. Come on, bro. For he says, yes. I have heard the end of time accepted. Now, this is a quote from the Old Testament. Go ahead. And in the day of salvation, as I secured the end in the day. In other places, it says in a day. But it's every day that you make your mind up and repent is a day of salvation. Come on, Joe. Behold. Yes. Now is the accepted time. Yes. Behold. Oh, so I, I can't. Uh, take two pills and call Jesus in the morning? No, you can't do that. No, 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 no. The day that you hear the voice of the Lord your God, harden not your heart. Come on, bro. Behold. Yes. Now is the day of salvation. Yes. Giving no offense in anything. Yes. That the ministry be not blamed. Come on, bro. But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God. See, that's what your whole life is all about, sisters and brothers, learning how to become just like your big brother and his father, which is all our fathers. God is the spirit. We flesh. We have to graduate from flesh to spirit, but it starts in the mind. That's why Jesus said in Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you, sisters and brothers, which was also in Christ Jesus. There you go, our big brother. Come on. In much patience. Yes. 
Yeah. In necessity. Yeah. In distress. Wait a minute. What else? In strife. Yeah. In imprisonment. What? what? In tumult. Yeah. In labor. Yeah. In watching. Yeah. In fasting. Look what all this. You got to go through all of this in your life, sister, brother, so that you can come out of, of uh, uh, unequally yoked so you can become equally yoked. That's why I asked Brother Lewis what is the definition in his opinion. What was it? And he said to be bound. But you could be bound and not and still be unequally yoked. Come on, bro. Come on. By pyramid. By what? Pyramid. That's the righteousness of God. Go ahead. By knowledge. Pyramid is holy. By knowledge. Go ahead. By long suffering. Yeah. By kindness. Oh, all of these are attributes of the Spirit of God. Brother Lewis, go ahead. By the Holy Ghost. By the what? By the Holy Ghost. Oh, go ahead. By love unfeigned. That means it's true to us. did not phoniness. So now, if you're going to be uh, with a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, look what you cannot do if you're going to end up like your big brother and his father, which is all our fathers. This is what you cannot do. 14. Skip down to 14 and come on. Be you not equally yoked together with unbelievers. Wait a minute. So unequally yoked is a spiritual thing, just like when you are equally yoked. It's a spiritual thing. Come on, bro. For fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness. Well, what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? It's like night and day. It's like life and death. Come on, man. And what communion have life with darkness? And what communion have life with darkness? Everything has its place. Come on. And what concord have Christ with Belial? What concord has Christ with Belial, which is foolishness? Remember that carnal mind? When I was a child, I thought as a child, yo, I did childish things. Yes. But when I became a man, or when you became a woman, uh, ladies, you put, you away, put those. away those childish and foolish things. You put them away. So go ahead. Continue. <coughs> or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? With an infidel. <coughs> Somebody that's contrary to Christ. You do a foolish stuff. You're doing things to get yourself cut off. And when you get yourself cut off, that means you don't hurt somebody else. Have you thought about your loved ones that you left behind? So be not unequally joked with unbelievers. You know? Now, so to be yoked, Brother Lewis, mm -hmm. is to be bound on one accord, to be uh, in agreement. <coughs> What do you think unequally, unequally yoked means? He said, be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers. But what if you are equally yoked with a person that don't believe? That's probably the easiest part when you're unequally yoked because it's against what it is you do or what you claim to do or what right? you say you believe. Right? Yeah. That means you're not on one accord. Right. That means you are opposite of Christ. Mm -hmm. And that means that you could be anti-Christ. Sister brothers, when you are unequally yoked, and it goes on so long, even in marriage, even in friendship, a lot of times it leads to divine intervention by God. And when you read the Bible, look at all the people in the Bible that was unequally yoked. That led to their death or destruction. You can start off in the faith. You can start off in the church. But then... You can end up working against your God. 
Think about Ananias and Sapphira. Think about Judas. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Think about Judas. Yes. Judas was one of the disciples. You know what? I think we need to. I think we need to read this. I think we need to read this. Uh, Brother Julius, while you are going there, yeah. uh, Facebook is back up. I want to uh, read off some uh, things going on in the chat. Um, first of all, I can't see all of them from the beginning, but uh, I see Sister Ebony out here. Hi, Sister Ebony. Ivana, uh, Danielle Jennings. Yes. Um, let's see. Oh, Bishop Charles Warren said, God bless you. This is Bishop Charles Warren. I thought I was looking for you. You are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. May you always walk in the favor of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, my brother. Valencia, Kelly Moore, Sister Savannah, Jordan Stubbs. Yes. Uh, let's see. Sister Amber, Sister Kelly, Sister Rebecca, and Sister Olivia. Uh-huh. And those are a few of our regulars. Wow. Wow. Uh, we got so many sister brothers again. Uh, we're working on uh, getting our... Uh, our tablet together so we normally can see everybody who's online and inboxing. But uh, we're going to get it worked out. But continue to send. And thank you, first of all, for joining the Bomber Gilead. Tonight's episode is called Unequally Yoked. Let me show you. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have a question here that probably you're about to touch on. Okay. Uh, Sister Rebecca said, I'm curious to hear about how we can avoid being yoked to unbelievers but still be a loving light to them. You got you got Is that possible? Yes, it, all things are possible through Christ. Okay. Thank you for the question and the statement, sister. Um, all things are possible with Christ. We're going to show you through this lesson that uh, if one is in the faith or, uh, or, or in the same belief that you are and someone isn't, it is possible that you could be equally yoked. At the same time, listen carefully, at the same time, you could be married and be unequally yoked. Matter of fact, it is harder for Christians to be equally yoked just like it is for an unbeliever because of the mindset. Remember, this is a spiritual thing. Let, let me show you something. Let's go to let's go to James three. Bring your Bible to James the third chapter. And again, uh, Brother Will uh, could not make it today, and uh, he's dealing with a personal issue. Uh, with his uh, with his uh, child, our prayers is with him and his family, and hopefully he'll be back next week. But we got Brother Lewis in the house. We got Brother Joseph Reed. Let's go to James. Thank the Lord for sending two rams in the bush. Sweet George, I know you out there. Love you. James three. Look what the Lord says. James three, and read verse eleven, my brother. James 3 and 11. When you get it, go ahead. Look at this. Go ahead. Does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Absolutely not. Unequally yoked. Go ahead. Can the fig tree, my brother, and bear olive berries? No. Everything has to be decent in the order. Joseph, go ahead. I the vine figs. So can no fountain both give salt water and fresh. So you can't give... Uh, the same fountain cannot give off uh, bitter water and sweet at the same time. Uh, water, uh, a fountain cannot give off salt water and bitter water and sweet water. Everything in its order. But God loves us so much, sister brothers, that he's patient, he's 
Let me show you what I'm talking about, Lewis. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. Got to be on one accord. You've got to be on one accord to be equally yoked. But we're going to show you, what if you got married? Stay tuned. We're going to get to that. What if you got married and you found out that you're not equally yoked? Can you divorce that person? We're going to answer that question. You can't put, you, well, I'm going to let the book talk. That's right. Acts chapter 2. Pick it up at verse 1. Acts 2 and 1. When you get it, go ahead, Joe. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Now, these are examples of equally yoked. Look in the spiritual and truest form of the word. Go ahead. They were all with one accord in one place. They were all, and what? With one accord. And they were all Israelites, sisters and brothers, up in the upper room. And they were all in one accord in one place. But check it out. Check it out. Look at this right here. He said, and this is what's going to make you. Equally yoked in our day and time. Skip all the way down to verse 17. Go ahead. And it shall come to pass in the last days, yes. say of God. Yes. I will water my spirit upon all flesh. Yes. And your sons upon and your some flesh. All. Upon all flesh. Go ahead. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Everybody on the same accord. Go ahead. And your young men shall see visions. Yes. And your old men shall dream dreams. Let's see what, Joe. And on my servants and on my handmaids, yes. I will pour out in those days of my spirit. See, that's what he said. And, every, and, and, and then what they're going to do? And they shall prophesy. And they're going to be prophets? No, they're going to be prophesied. That means to speak that which is already written. Yes. That's why the Lord, Lord said, don't add to my word and don't take away from my word. <laughs> add to the word of God. You're on the verge of becoming a false prophet or a prophetess. Why don't you just read that which is already written? There's nowhere in the Bible where the Lord say, I guess I'll do this. I think I'll do that. No, he tells you the rewards of righteousness and the rewards of wickedness. But skip all the way down and look at what he said at verse 39. Look what Peter said. Go ahead. For the promise is unto you yes. and to your children yes. and to all that are for Yeah, Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Back to the read 38. I told you. Being unequal yoke is a spiritual thing, but being the greatest uh, yoke that you can have is being on one accord with your God. Look at everybody. Look at, look at what is going to make everybody on one accord or equally yoke. Come on, bro. Then Peter said unto them, uh-huh. repent yeah. and be baptized every one of you in the some name of, some of you. Every one of every you. Every one of you. Go ahead. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, yes. and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that's what makes you one in Christ. If Jesus told you uh, when he did the Lord's Prayer in St. John, the 17th chapter, he said, Father, I in you and they in me, that they may be one with us. Everybody's going to be equally yoked. But look what they did. Look what they did at 41. Look what he said. Go 41 and read. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. Yes. And the same day, there were added to them about 3,000 souls. But did they become unequally yoked after that baptism? Look what else they did. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine uh-huh. and fellowship. Yes. And in breaking of bread yes. and in prayer. So we all want to call that equally yoked. 46, Joe. Look at this one. Go ahead. And they yes. continuing daily with the accord. You continue daily? No. Yes. Daily. They continue daily. They didn't wait until the Sabbath day. They lived this thing. They walked this, watched this, they walked this system, but they weren't just talking, they was walking. Go ahead. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple. Yes. And breaking bread from house to house. Yes. Did eat that meat with gladness yes. and singleness of heart. 
out to Daniel Prophet. Uh, I see you got Locke on here. Yeah. So, so, so Kena. Oh, man. I know that, sis. I can't never read that name right, though. Sakina, mom. You know who you are, sister. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? We have anybody else? Uh, those are the ones I just seen come in. Dre Dope. What's up, Dre? A lot of people was talking about divorce while we were reading that. We're going to um, yeah. Somebody but, who's unequally yoked can't even be divorced. I'm sure you're going to get around to that. Yes, sir. We're going to get around to it because the Lord, the sister and brother, he hates putting away. Remember, the Lord never gave you divorce. Moses gave you that. So like this episode... Share this episode. Post this episode, sisters and brothers. Because through your posting, other people can be enlightened. And again, welcome home here to the Bomb of Gilead, sponsored by the Israel of God Bible Study here in Riverdale, Illinois. Luke chapter 9. Tonight's subject matter is unequally yoked. Luke chapter 9. Look, look at Judas, the one that betrayed the Lord. He was equally yoked with them when something happened. Luke 9 and 1. Come on. Come on, Joe. Luke 91. Then he called his 12 disciples together. Yes. And gave them power and authority over all devils. Yes. And secured the disease. Wait a minute. When Judas one of his disciples. Yes. He was, he was there. He had not betrayed him yet. He had power. Go ahead. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God uh-huh. and to heal the sick. Yes. And he said unto them, yes. take nothing for your journey. Yes. Neither staves nor scripts. Yes. Neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats of feet. So therefore, Judas was with them. Yes. He carried the money back. He was reaching and taking money out of the money back. Yeah. Even when it came to the alabaster box of precious oil. He said, we can sell this. His mindset, sisters and brothers, was not yoked with the Lord. That's right. But he had to serve a purpose. Some of us are created to serve a purpose. But the Lord will. So Judas was one of his disciples. But you can be with the Lord. You can be a Bible Christian and fall away. That's right. Because you're not on, you're not equally yoked with the Lord. Now, Somebody, some sister sent in a question, Lewis. She, uh, she said, how do you detect that you are unequally yoked? How do you know once you get into a relationship, Brother Lewis? You tell me. You do relationship. Brother Lewis does, does relationship Wednesdays. Yes, this is true. Under the title of Dot, talk to me, brother. How do you detect? Tell the people how you detect when you are unequally yoked. Well, I would say that uh, the, the first way to detect if you're unequally yoked is to understand yo-yo. And so that's why when you ask me what be yoked means, yeah. I don't think we really think about the, the bondage part, that, like, yoke comes from farming. You know, it's America. We don't farm a lot anymore. Uh-huh. So, like, that's bringing something into bondage, is taking away their will. So if you don't understand your bondage, uh-huh. then you'll never really get if the person that you with is in the same bondage as you or are they just talking like it or are they really into it a little bit only on weekends or whatever. So mm-hmm. after you know your bondage, then I think it'll be easy to see. Right? So like if I say that this is how I behave on Sabbath day yeah. and then somebody I see or trying to be with me, I'm trying to be with them, whatever. Right. Um, if they don't behave in a similar way, then that's my first hint. So what you're saying is that there are signs that you see mm. along your journey. Mm. When you're dating someone, and uh, uh, feel free, Brother Joe, to make a comment, but 
equally yoked with unbelievers. How are you going to, you know, most of us, because the Lord said all have sinned. I have some things that I've done in my life that I'm ashamed of. Me too. You understand? Because the Lord said all have sinned. You might not want to confess it, but it's absolutely true. Yes. Why? Because in our youth, sister and brothers, and in our carnal mind, most of the relationships that we get into, Brother Lewis, is off of emotion. Uh, she's fine. He's fine. Man, because you're led by the flesh. And the Bible says that if you led after the flesh, in Romans, uh, I believe the eighth chapter, he said, you shall die. That is the preliminary uh, scene right there. I tell, my, I, I tell my children, if a person is good enough for you to date, find out if they're willing to come to find out if they're interested in learning about your God. Find, uh, because sooner or later, may, they might get tired of opening the door for you, lady. You understand? They might get tired, uh, or you might get tired of opening up the door for them, gentlemen. I always have felt and believed that the thing that you do to get a woman or a man, you do to keep that man, that man or that woman, and you improve upon those things within the boundaries of the Word of God. Sometimes the Lord will even give you the spirit of discernment to be able to not have yourself to be entangled with being unequally yoked with someone else, right? He gives you, he provides us with that spirit of discernment. In other words, that is his spirit of being able to discern spirits. But what if you don't belong to him, Joe? What if you don't know nothing about him? Well, he's not going to give it to you. So you're going to be led by your emotions. Yes. Come on, Lewis. What do you think? <laughs> you see? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, You know, just, again, with the um, the bondage thing. Yes. Right? Like, it's, it's certain things I don't do. Because I'm in bondage, I'm a prisoner to Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Right? So, like, that's um, what we all should be, first of all. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I don't think we really, a lot of us really comprehend that. Yeah. That, that, that you're a prisoner. Paul said he's a prisoner. Yeah. That yes. means you really don't get to do what you want to do. And so, like, again, it's real easy. Like, you know, say, for instance, I don't cook. Right? Because the Bible says don't cook on the Sabbath day. Right. Right? I don't cook on the Sabbath day. If I meet a woman and she has a problem with that, yes. then that's it. But, but my we, question we can't be yoked together. So, but my question is, what if she really likes you and says, okay, um, I can ride with that. Mm. I can ride with that. Now you're in a position, sister and brother, to bring an unbeliever in when you are open with them up front. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they, that they may see your good works, Julia, but, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So that means that's an opportunity where you can shine God's light and show forth his good works yeah. and be able to win that soul. The book says he that wins a soul is wise. Praise the Lord in Jesus' name. No. Well, and just go ahead, Lord. I would add to that. Uh, one of my friends told me his son is uh, going away to college, yeah. and he uh, gave him some advice. Yeah. Uh, he quoted the scripture, and I forget where it is right now, where uh, it says the husband love your wife and Jesus love the church. And uh, I think it says that he gave his life for it. Yeah. He told his son, uh, when you go to college, you know, uh, with this uh, idea of being yoked, if yes. she's pleasing to your eye, yes. make sure before you lay with her that you're ready to die for her. Wow. Because that's what Jesus did for the church, actually. Let's, let's, let's take that another step. Mm. You said before you lay with her. What's, the purpose of dating sisters and brothers 
is to find the person that you plan to be with until death do you part. Yes. That is the purpose. So I'm putting, I'm adding a dig to that. Uh, if they're good enough, just think about laying with, and they, and you're pleased with them, sister and brother, and you want to get married. Get married. The Lord said Adam knew his wife, and she conceived. But now in today, we run off emotion. Uh, he's fine. I like the way he looks. She, she's beautiful. But remember, everything that's beautiful don't mean that it's right. So many people. Uh, don't y'all remember that old song? What is that, Brother Young? That old song, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm old enough to remember that. You know what? But guess what? Hey, we should get some hearts for that. Let me get some hearts on Facebook. Beauty. Uh, if you want to be happy for the rest of your, your life, never make a pretty woman your, your wife. <laughs> but just some brothers, we got some unattractive people that's beautiful inside. Because God made everybody. Who are we to judge? I see women. I work in a hospital. I see international women all the time. They're very attractive, but sometimes their ways can be rude. That's a turn off for me. Sure, something just came to me. The Lord says, faith is deceitful and beauty, beauty. beauty is fame. Beauty is fame. Guess what? No matter how fine you are, you're still going to get old. <laughs> and you're going to be looking for that Maybelline, and you're going to look for that Noxima to get them wrinkles out of you, and you're going to want to get them chin, lips, and face. <laughs> but it's not going to work. It ain't going to work? No. So you can't stop by the time. No. It, oh. it is undefeated. <laughs> You can't stop God. So the best thing to do, sisters and brothers, is to read the Bible, find out what's pleasing to God. The Bible, and find out what is pleasing to God. Now you're on your way. Now you can, like Joseph said, you can have the spirit of discernment. You know what pleases him. Then, when you pray and be faithful, he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. Ask that it shall be given to you. Where we at? What's that scripture we were looking for, Joe? Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Deal with it. Come on. We got one verse. Ephesians 5. Uh-huh. And we're going to begin reading at verse 22. Go ahead. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Wait a minute. Submit, though, is not a bad word. It means to come into agreement. Yes. Now you're equally yoked. Now the marriage can be smooth. The Lord told, he said, uh, two, you had two equally yoked people in the Bible. You had Abraham and Sarah. And the Lord looked at that union, and he said, I know that he's going to rule his house well. Yes. That's when you're equally yoked, man. Your house is smooth. You're going to have ups and downs in life. You're going to have ups and downs in marriage. But the marriage really begins when the problems come along. Now you're going to see what you really got, which leads us, Brother Lewis, to that next segment, can you be married and be unequally yoked? Mm-hmm. But finish, did we finish that joke? Before you, uh, I was just thinking uh, on that note, yeah. talking about being unequally yoked, it yeah. says wives submit yourself to your husband. Coming to so the how do you know if you are going to be unequally yoked with a woman that won't submit? Well, I would ahead. answer to read verse 21. Read verse 21. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Oh, if you're not good at submission, then most likely the woman that you align yourself with won't be good at submission. Either. Or a man. Only makes sense to me. Oh, no, it makes sense because we just read it. Mm-hmm. And God can't lie. Absolutely. Read that again. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. That's Ephesians 5 and 21. 
Remember, it's all about God and what pleases him. And he said he wants us to be in good health and prosper, even in your marriage, yes. even in your relationship, in your business. How are you going to be uh, uh, equally yoked? You have partnered with business, and one is stealing the money, and the other is working hard, but the other is stealing from his business partner. That's unequally yoked. It cannot prosper. Anything that's unequally yoked will fail, but with the, if you turn, and get the mindset that God wants you to have, sister brother, he can turn it around and make it work. Yes. If you're married already, can you be unequally yoked? Yes. You can be married and unequally yoked. Why? Because you marriage is holy. You understand? Marriage is sanctified and ratified by God. But then how do you become unequally yoked, Lewis? You, you step away from the word of God. Because that's what it's all about. Come on, man. What's your uh, thought on that? How do you become unequally yoked in a marriage? Who become unequally yoked? How can you be married, start off, and then the marriage goes sour, and you become unequally yoked? Hence, divorce. Hence, separation. Hence, different opinions. Hence, single mother. Hence, broken family. Yes. This is what unequally yoked brings about. Broken families. Look at all the, listen, sisters and brothers, we are hurt as a people because we've gone away as a nation and as a people, we've gone away from God. Look at everything that's happening. A house divided against itself, Brother Lewis, cannot stand. No. Neither can your marriage. It cannot. The, the word of God, to answer your question, yes. uh, how do you become unequally yoked? Yes, I would suppose that uh, the word of God would, could separate because you decided to be for real about this thing or maybe you decided to come into the truth yes. making you unequally yoked. Yes. Because uh, other than that, I was just sitting there thinking, like, you know, it, it would seem like that if if two people were servants of God, yes. then you don't become unequally yoked. Yes. You know, like our teacher says, you, uh, you sit down and work it out. That's right. Because the ultimate goal is the kingdom. So forget everything else. So, so, so. And that's so true. And piggybacking off of that, Brother Lewis, separation and marriages and boyfriend, girlfriend, see, we got this thing backwards. The Bible says if they are blinded, they're blinded by the God of this world. That's a little G. That's none other than Satan the devil. His mission is to steal, kill, and destroy, even relationships. So, therefore, the way that one becomes unequally yoked is when you venture off outside of the wheel of the word of God. Right. And now, they become your baby dad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Turn down. You can't serve two masters. No, sir, you can't. You cannot eat of the table of the Lord and the table of Satan. You can't do it. You can't do it. Try. I guarantee you it's going to end up fatal. See? That's why the Lord is going to tell all those people that's unequally yoked. You know what the Lord is going to tell them? Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I'm not just now knowing you. I never knew you. Teach. I saw how you treated your wife in your youth. Why? Because I got my angels and they're my tape recorders and they're my video recorders. I saw how your your uh, uh, women, uh, sometimes you step out. You know what? Well, you know what they say? They hide behind the old thing. <laughs> well, one woman won't do, another woman will. <laughs> Bring it down. But you got you a woman. Jeez. Uh, Brother Julius. And by the way, you said... Do you take her for richer 
the poor, in sickness, and in health, and you said, I do. Then you put God in it. You said, so help me God. So you put the God in it. Now, now you're under this contract, and you think you're going to divorce unless there's some, like the Bible says, unless there's some infidelity, adultery going on. Other than that, she is yours, he is yours. Until death do you part, because the Lord put this thing together. I ain't never read where Adam divorced Eve after she listened to the devil. I ain't never read that, and he put her away. All the women that Solomon had couldn't put him away. That's right. He yours. He yours. Why don't you just do some real simple? Turn to God, ask him to give you the mindset to work it out. All things are fixable, sister and brother. That's um, why the Lord said forgive. What we got, Lord? Paul Ryan Barrett says that your marriage is a direct reflection of your covenant with Christ. Understood. Because your marriage is a covenant. It's an agreement between two or more parties, one or more parties. That's called yoked, to be bound. You understand? I want you to overstand it. Because this is critical, man. This is critical. Uh, should you... Uh, Joseph, one more. We got one more. Come and, on. and I'm sure you're gonna to touch on it. I just want to make sure I say it. We out got a part two coming up. It's called Finding the Mate. Go uh, ahead, Sister brother. Ebony said, "My husband started hearing demonic voices, praying for his deliverance, that we can become equally yoked again." So uh, I know you're gonna talk about the after you become unequally, how you can come back. Because the Lord, how you come back? Ezekiel chapter 18. Repent from all your transgressions, and the Lord. And you sincerely repentance is godly sorrow. Remember, the only way that Satan, the devil, can touch you is the Lord take his hedges from around you. That's in your marriage. That's why when you pray, you're supposed to be on one accord. How they saying, uh, go, Lewis, a family, a family that prays together, stays together. Oh, family is one or more. Your family is your wife. Your family, then y'all have children, and you expand the family system, brother. So Ezekiel 18 chapter, the Lord said, turn you away from all your transgressions. And then he said, then I'll turn and hear your prayers. But if you're outside of the Lord, you're going to be wide open to say the devil. He is a master marketer. Notice, have y'all noticed that all the sports arenas, they have the cheerleaders. Uh, their legs are showing. Their thighs are showing. They are dressed scantily. And so, and then that opens up doors. They know how to market and make, he knows how to make evil and wrong look good and right. He's a master marketer. Jesus said, come out of the world. In other words, you can't go out of space, but you don't have to do the things that the world is doing. Paul said, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. You understand? Understand what Paul is saying. Just because the world is doing, don't make it right. Oh, what they say, uh, Lewis, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Uh, some people got some strange eyes. <laughs> some people have strange eyes. So who else, what, what else do other people say that to, Lewis? <laughs> um, everybody's just showing love for Sister Ebony. Um, uh, everybody keep her in a prayer. Yeah. Um, and, Sister Danielle said God gave us gave each of us instructions, yes. and if we love the Lord and play the parts that he gave us, yes. marriage will be beautiful because now it is equally yoked. Teach, sister. Yeah, imagine that, disobedience. Disobedience, sister. What a resolution. Teach, teach. Listen, people tell me, oh, women can't do nothing in the, in, in the church. They can't stand behind the pulpit and be 
the Lord is so wonderful that you have a book of Esther and you have a book of Ruth. Mm-hmm. Abigail saved all those people alive because of Nabal's foolishness. And so much that David married her. So she has work to do in the church to bring up the young women, to train the young women. You understand? She might be able to save her husband's life. What is the episode with uh, Moses' wife? Mm-hmm. Save his life. What sure. did she do? Yeah, circumcise the son. Moses forgot to circumcise, and his woman saved his life and brought him back. Because guess what? The Lord was going to kill Moses. But the Lord was getting ready to kill him. You understand? Samson was unequally dealt with Delilah, and Israelites for the Philistine that took him away from God got his hair cut. <laughs> you, know, you understand? But it was fixed in the end. It cost him his life. Remember, unequally yoked can be fatal because now you got divine intervention. So you have uh, uh, you have uh, Zacharias and Elizabeth, John the Baptist parents, equally yoked. You have Ananias and Sapphira, started out equally yoked, but then got greedy, and it got them killed. It's a spiritual thing, sisters and brothers. It's a spiritual thing. What, what what we got, Lewis? I just wanted to shout out the people on Periscope here because uh, I don't I don't usually get to see them from behind the camera, but yes. it looks like it's going down in there. Man, yeah, there were some hearts if you on Periscope. Yeah, there they go. Man, I man, I believe. Hey, again, forgive us of our technical difficulties. We we think we got it fixed. We got uh, uh, sister and brothers. My mother and father was was started out yoked, but. These things happen. Things happen in our personal lives, in our parents' lives. You understand? But now she's a member of the Israel of God. You understand? And she still loves her husband because she is a woman of God. She tried God's way. You understand? Mm-hmm. The bottom line is anything can be fixed. The separation can be fixed. That's right. Talk to him. Talk to him. Brother Julius, I was just thinking about I've, I've been reading about Samuel a lot lately. I mean, not Samuel, Samson. <laughs> Samson, yeah. Samson, a lot lately. And uh, you mentioned that he was unequally yoked with uh, Delilah. Delilah. Right. And um, I was reading through his life, and it was like he had actually three relationships yes. in the scripture, and he was like uh, perpetually unequally yoked. Yes. Um, and and I, his parents begged him. Yeah, they actually tried to talk him out of it. Right. And uh, it's kind of, it, it's exactly what you've been saying. Yeah. Um, being out of alignment with the word of God. Yes. You know, being a Nazarite and playing in the um the dead lion, getting the honey out of the dead lion. Yes. And uh, just everything he did dealing with the Philistines in the first place. Um and the, that commandment not to deal with those nations. It was just like everything he did, so of course he was unequally yoked every single time. Yes. And it ultimately cost him his life. It ultimately cost him his life. Although he is mentioned in uh, Hebrews 11. Absolutely. The faithful chapter. Absolutely. So in order for him to get there, I, I'm, I'm, I reason he that in order for him to get there, he had to give his life he because had, of the unequally yoke. But he acknowledged his transgression. Absolutely. Because he prayed to the Lord, mm-hmm. and the Lord let his head grew back. Mm-hmm. He ended up killing his enemy. It cost him his life. Mm-hmm. But God, he's going to be in the resurrection. You, you understand? Listen, have your mother or father told you, boy, you better not marry that girl. No, I don't want you dating that girl. I don't want you uh, dating that girl. Uh, sisters, have, uh, your parents ever tell you he's not good for you. He's not right for you. Sometimes our parents can see things that we can't see because we are in our youth. We buck wild. We want we write in our own eyes 
Bible called that foolishness in our, uh, he said, what did he say, Joe? Foolishness is bound in the heart of the child. But the rod of direction shall drive it far from him. But the rod of direction means you got to get to the backside. So, and if you don't, if, if your parents don't get to the backside, God, he'll be sure will. He's going to crack your head. You understand? But if you insist on marrying that person, ain't no sense of you crying because of, like, uh, like, uh, uh, like we said at the beginning, like Lewis said, the Lord gives each each one of us some discernment, some spiritual discernment. Yes, that, that's why I wanted to uh, read that scripture about Christ dying for the church. Yeah, because I, I've been really, you know, he read it already, but I was just uh, comparing that with that Samson story. Yes. that when after he got with Delilah, he made that decision. Yes. to be unequally yoked. Yes. the and and again, like I just reasoned this out that he made it to the faithful chapter right. because he had to give his life. Sacrifice. Like that was the way. That's yes. the way Jesus got his church yes. or his wife um, to keep her yoke equally. He had to give his life for it. So if that's what your choice is going to be, right. understand the consequence. Yeah, you don't consequence. have to give your life for your wife one way or the other. Or your husband. Or your husband. The Bible says, who knows, oh man, if you can do You got people who are in the faith and they marry people that's outside the faith, but through the word of God, God will work with, uh, with one as well as two. But you have to be steadfast. That woman has to, gentlemen, that woman has to see your love of God and your walk with him. And then when she sees that and sees that you are sincere and you steadfast and you are movable in the faith, she will come along. Why? Because you pray. Sister brothers, the Lord is a fixer. He can fix anything. Yes. You might have a, a woman, a gentleman, that's not in the faith, but she's pleading to dwell with you. Paul said, let them dwell together. But get married. But it's better to marry than to burn. You understand? If you can shack with a person, you can marry them. They're yours already. You know, lay down and consecrate the, the relationship. Brother Jesus, you, you knew somebody just asked about shacking up, huh? That's why I didn't even read it. I knew you were going to speak on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? So if they're good enough to live with, go ahead and get the, and do it. The Lord said, obey the laws of the land. The Lord of the laws of this land says, Get that marriage certificate. That's right. Because it is a symbol of the righteousness of God and recognition of that other man that's trying to mess with your husband or your wife. Get that ring. You understand? I, 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 I lost mine, so, but it's right here. You understand, sisters and brothers? So I got another one. I got a spare, but the, but the bottom line is I love my wife. I love my, my, my children, and I want them to be with the Lord. And I want to be with the Lord, and you should want the same thing. So the fixes of that is to be equally yoked, sister brother. Do it God's way, and be patient. And be patient. Sometimes you have to be long-suffering, sister brother. Don't forget to share this to your favorite group uh-huh. in Facebook. Yes. Don't forget to tell all your friends, your family, your kinfolk, your kids, the elders. Every Thursday we uh-huh. hear. Yes. Live. Yes. 7.30. Look what the father and son did. Let's go to Solomon, the 55th chapter. All right. Let me show you the ultimate equal, equally yoke. You mean that the one that became known as the father and one that became known as the son was never unequally yoked? Never. Even in the flesh, Jesus was equally yoked with his father spiritually. Yes. Spiritually. Remember, he was a sin offering. It's all man. Being, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. You have the power right now to recognize 
what's good for you and what's not good for you. Julius, the son is in the express image of the father. You can't get no more equally yoked than that. <laughs> Psalm 55. Psalm 55. Pick it up and look what the father and son did. And this is before the creation of man. Yes. Verse 14. 55 and 14. Go ahead. We took sweet carols together uh-huh. and walked unto the house of God in company. Uh-uh. What? The father said and the son said, we took sweet counsel together. We were equally yoked. Read that again, brother. We took sweet counsel together uh-huh. and walked unto the house of God in company. Wait a minute. They, they walked together, so I know they were conversating. But look what their words were. Skip down to 21. Go ahead. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter. What? Yes. That's smooth. If you think it's butter, butter not, it's your fun. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter. Finish that, bro. Wait a minute. I can't believe it's butter. <laughs> That's the word of God. It's smoother than butter. Hey, we ain't talking about artificial ingredients. We talking about the true word. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Don't you get uh, butter for milk? Yes. You can't get around the word of God. It was smooth. It was smoother than butter. No wonder why we got a such thing called butter milk. <laughs> himself and became obedient to death, 
even the death of the cross. Times to become equally yoked with one or one accord, you have to humble yourself. It can't be about all the time you. It can't be about all the time her. Sit down. Discuss it. Like Paul said, like he, be reconciled with your wife. Be reconciled with your husband, sister, brother. And when the Lord sees the sincere of your heart, he will fix it. How do I know? And sister, brother, thank you, Pastor. We love you. Instagram, we love you. How do we know? Look what, look what Jesus' reward was. Go ahead, brother. Wherefore God also have highly exalted him yes. and given him a name which is above every name. Yes. That in the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Yes. Of things in heaven yes. and things in earth yes. and things under the earth. Yes. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. If you ain't not equal to your body, he going to make you equal to your because you're going to confess because everybody's going to be on one page at that time. Whether you go to church or not, you're going to confess. Come on, Joe. To the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. Sisters and brothers, can two walk together and not agree? No. But if you are equally yoked, if you're equally good, you're walking together, you're agreeing together, you're praying together, husband, you're covering your wife, wife, you're covering your husband, and God is covering both of you and your family and your children. Sisters and brothers, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We keep on sitting in the inbox. We're reading it. Brother Lewis is reading it. We're sharing it. And like, share, and post this episode, sisters and brothers. Unequally yoke. Stay tuned next week for part two of the relationship series. Find in the mate. Peace in Jesus' name. Find your yoke. Talk to you. Do we have anybody on Talk to you? Talk to us. Hello, brother. Yeah. Who is that, Sweet George? Yes, it is. Talk to us, mother. I enjoyed the lesson tonight. It was really good. And I know all about that unequally yoke. Do you have any comments on unequally yoke that you could share briefly? What did you say, brother? Do you have any comments about or have you experienced being unequally yoked? Oh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. I had, if we had been still together 52 years in August, 52 years. Praise the Lord. And he came and told me that we're not going to get a divorce. Even though we're not together, we're not going to get a divorce. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's the woman of God right there, faithful. She's a prayer woman. Yes. And she's faithful. And, and, and we love you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, uh, thank you for those comments. Uh, All righty. Mike. Brother Mike, are you there? Do we have anybody else on talk to you? Hello? Brother Mike? Yes? Talk to us, brother. Yes. What was your comment or statement on the show? That was some beautiful scriptures y'all hit on on the evening. You know, I had to sit down, give me a pen and paper, and jot them down. And keep them to my remembrance, brother. Praise y'all keep up the good work, and God bless in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Do we have one more person to talk to? Excellent. If not, we thank you for listening. We thank you for your comments. And uh, we will see you, God willing, next Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. I want to thank Brother Joe, uh, Ben Israel, uh, Brother Lewis, our
they worked out the kinks. We got the government brothers. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Until we meet again, may the Lord God of Israel bless you. May he keep you and may his faith to shine upon you and give these people in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Brother Will.
Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. 